What's up, everybody, and welcome to Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, a podcast. My name is Nick James. And I'm Big Body Biggs, the can of ham. And we are going to be your hosts for today. Thanks so much for checking us out. But if it is your first time, let me just set you up for what you're in for today. Our name is the three sections of the podcast in which we're going to talk about the buds. We have some marijuana topics to talk about today. Bros is just what we're going on, what's going on in the world, how we're hanging out. And superheroes, we talk about a superhero flick that Big Body Biggs has just seen for the first time this week. It's Man of Steel. Thanks to you and your votes. I know that was a few weeks ago, but we put some stuff up on Twitter and Instagram and all the votes. We got Man of Steel up to talk about. So that's what we're going to be doing today. Speaking of social media, before we get started, we do have a Facebook, uh, Instagram, and a Twitter. If you want to give those likes, follows, whatever you can, that'd be great. If you're on YouTube listening to us, maybe throw us a subscribe, hit that bell button, all those fun things. And if you're on a podcast platform, thanks for checking us out. And as always, the biggest thing that you could do for us is just a little bit word of mouth. Let people know that Buds, Bros, and Superheroes is a super cool podcast. With that, I'll shut up a little bit now because I just rail right into it. And we could talk about some buds or whatever but before that i just want to apologize to everybody because we missed last week and it was straight up it was my fault we were supposed to record and i fucking fell asleep and i woke up too late and i fucked up and i actually fell asleep watching it and i got high and got full and was in my recliner and i fucked up and i apologize people but anyway getting to it how you been man Oh, I've been doing great. I'm, I'm laughing a little bit. Not at you, but with you. I got high, I got full, and I was in my recliner, and I was like, I can't blame him. I would have done the same exact fucking thing. If you get me high, full, and in my recliner, I'm out, Jack. It's done. Yeah, and if even, I mean, my dogs woke me up, and if they didn't wake me up, man, I probably you would have probably been texting me like, what the fuck is he doing? Where is he, bro? Like, what? It's two fucking 30. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. But we're here now. Like I said at the beginning, happy 2021. Happy New Year to everybody. Let's uh, get this started. Let's uh, talk know. about some buds. So I, I actually want to talk about like how, how I want to do better better this year as far as like maybe doing something even bigger or something different than I did last year. You know, so that that's my goal, just to do something different, you know, whether it's growing a different way or growing in a different situation or same situation bigger all that stuff man a couple different girls at the same time like doesn't matter i'm just gonna keep trying to push and push until it's legal then i can do it whenever wherever you know yeah no that sounds great the one thing that i'm very interested in anybody listening specifically for this section is i want to learn more about hydroponics if i'm not mistaken you hang the plant above a a source of water a well of water if you will like you don't actually water them the meat there is no medium of soil or grass or anything the roots just can sense the well of water underneath them and then just go for it yes no have you ever done it well once i had a i still have it it's an ebb and flow it's called an ebb ebb and flow system um where i had them in i had uh, three gallon pots with clay balls and uh you take your seedlings you put them in the clay balls and uh or your clones and put them in the clay balls in the pot and uh you have your water below the ebb and flow fills the whole table up with water for 15 to 30 minutes and then it drains back down into the system and then you do that periodically throughout the day but it's it's a lot harder to grow in that because you fuck your water up. Like one night I have my I clean my whole system, put fresh water and nutrients in. Next thing you know, I come back from work eight hours later, the water's completely just white, like a big white cloud, just white. And I was like, What the fuck? So I had to I had this like weird jelly, clear jelly shit on my roots. I had to clean them all off, cut a little bit of them off. Start the whole thing over, clean all the hoses, everything. And then uh, it was perfect after that. They grew beautiful. But yeah, it's the only time I had any kind of hydro system was the ebb and flow. What ended up happening to cause that? I don't know till this day. I just cleaned everything. Maybe something, I don't know. Maybe I didn't clean something good enough beforehand and it just caused it to fuck up. Or maybe I accidentally put something something too much in it or something. But it was fine when I left. 
Came back and the shit was fucked up. Damn. That's a great name for it as well. Because I didn't understand it until you told me how it worked. And then I was like, oh, that's it. <laughs> that's really smart. So it kind of waxes and wanes almost like with the moon and the rising tide and lowering tide. Right. And that's fucking so ingenious that it's it's like, damn, I wish I thought of that first. But you got to, it's hard though, man. You got to really be proactive with it, you know? Also, to me, the reason why I really left hydro is because I wanted to try something different. So I grew in, uh, I started growing in soil and the, the taste of the bud grown in soil is just so much better oh okay than hydro you might get a bigger plant in hydro but the taste from being in soil like good soil any real any real grower out there will tell you the same you know if you're one of those people and listening do you agree do you disagree leave a comment now what i'm also curious about is you talked about your medium of clay balls i don't mean to sound too stupid but are they literally just balls of clay yeah hard clay balls or little brown balls and it's used as a medium, just like cocoa or uh, any other thing. Like you could, you, there's so many different things you could use. You know, like, a bunch of different mediums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're just. I mean, they're they're cool, and a lot of people mix soil with them and have them outside and shit with regular plants like tomatoes, whatever. But they're good for hydro. Why clay, balls. clay? I don't know. That's just what they're made out of. And now yeah. one more last question. Sorry, uh, the diameter. How big are we talking? golf balls no some of them are like they're mainly like marbles okay know? yeah mainly like marbles maybe a little bit bigger some a little bit bigger and some then a what smaller the roots have to then penetrate through them and use like the open crevices to kind of get yeah, through that grow through it and grow around it but it is actually a good good system amazing yeah it's pretty i always cool. think about like the first motherfuckers who were just like let's do this and it worked and they're just like that's amazing yeah, you wonder how they even think to go about it like that. How how do you do that? Just, yeah, just well enough intuition. And then when you think about it, too, it probably, like, has been no knowledge around the world for a while. Like, when you really think about it, back in the day, if you will, like, all I do is wear sandals, like, back in the day. I was oh, watching Jordan's. something on <laughs> the Romans. That's why I kind of went there. And they built, not the Parthenon, it was another one. It doesn't matter, but it it was just too stupidly well thought out for me to think of like, God damn, we've known that for this long? The whole thing was crazy. Ways. Absolutely. What kind of vape you got going on there? Oh, I'm finishing up this uh, Jet Fuel by Rhythm. Usually we smoke Jet Fuel by Franklin Labs, but this is pretty good. It's not bad. Oh, that disposable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's at the end, though. I just brought it for the show and said, fuck it, let me, let me off it during the show. Nice. Uh, I've been smoking on jet fuel almost. I've been trying to snipe it wherever I can get it from. Franklin Labs is seems to have the only flower around here from it, but I don't know what it is about that flower and about its effects that just make me the most on point Mm -hmm. that I can be. Like I just feel like my batteries are at a hundred. Everything's going exactly how it should be. I'm firing on all (laughs) cylinders. Like it is. My now official go-to. It's the best. It's one of my top go-tos, you know. Definitely uh, Jet Fuel, Durban Poison. Uh, who else? Top, top. Man, Natty G from GBI, he had a strain he produced called uh, Cherry Cheeks. That shit was fire. Cherry Cheese? Cherry Cheeks. Cheeks. Like cheeks, yeah. That, See, you uh, went to touch your face shit. and automatically I thought butt. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, fire. fire. Interesting. But he stopped growing it. I don't know what happened. I don't know if something legally happened or I don't know what happened. Why? Where is he from? Uh, out in Cali, Clear Lake, northern, northern like the northern. Up in that part. Emerald Triangle. Yeah, right around there. Yeah. Apparently, some crazy shit goes on up there. <laughs> A lot of crazy shit goes on. Everybody thinks it's sweet. The motherfuckers are coming up missing and everything up there, man. I think there's an entire Netflix thing on that, actually, that I was looking into the other day. I saw, like, the first episode of it, like, a year ago. Oh, yeah. It is kind of older. I didn't. I haven't watched the, the rest of them. But there's, like, he, he has told me some stories up there, you know, with a whole bunch of tweakers that are growing and shit like that, you know. So he's he he has videos, actually, where he shows, like, old tweaked out fucking grows and shit 
and shit like that where there's a ton of junk all over the place and just fucked up. Just a fucked up situation to be around. It's so funny. I have, unfortunately and fortunately, it's it's a guilty pleasure. Been watching a shit ton of Jersey Shore. So every time you think you say situation, all I can think of is Mike the situation. Just a little sidebar. So to kind of round robin, that's not what we're going to do this year or you are going to do this year. We're going to go for a nice, clean grow. And I don't know. Do you think that it'll be addicting once you get it going? It's definitely addicting. Especially if you have a, an addicting person, an addictive personality, you're done for. One grow in, you're gonna always want to grow. I definitely like the yeah. I, I I feel like that type A personality would definitely hit me because you wouldn't do it perfect the first time. You just couldn't. You know. No. You can't do anything perfectly the first time. Because there's there's a million ways to grow. Everybody tweaks it to their own personal liking. So. Once you get that first grow in, that's just the practice run. That's just the rookie season. You know what I'm saying? So after the rookie season, you know, now you're in the big leagues and now you're trying to expand. Okay, I'm not going to do just these these three or this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna go from one to three to five to maybe ten. You might even have to do it in a different area or something like that. But it happens because you don't want to waste your nutrients. I mean, if you grow one grow. And you still have a bunch of nutrients left and seeds or clones even. You're going to get it in. Why not? <laughs> yeah, from what I've seen on the internet after we were talking about it, nutrients aren't cheap. No. Not if you get the correct ones, you know. And like everything else, you know, good nutrients aren't cheap. Cheap nutrients aren't good, I'm assuming. You pay what you get. So You get what you pay for, should I say. Yeah, you can't go through the whole thing in one grow unless you are like you're talking about. You'd have to grow a lot to go through. Because from, again, the more I was kind of going through and looking, even at our vlogs, like it's only a few milliliters at a time, and yet they come in ounces, and it's like right. you're never going to go through that whole thing. No. So yeah, no. if you had all this stuff sitting around again, I could definitely see you wanted to start up. Definitely. If you if you have like a tent or something like that, and and your first grow is pretty good, even if it wasn't, and you know that you could do better, because you could always do better no matter what level you're at. You know, you're never bigger than the grow game. You know, so you you could always. You know, you might be growing for 20 years, and then one person comes along for one year, and you might be getting some game from them because they learned something new. You got to keep it open. Keep your mind open with it, you know? You can't you can't just be blind to the fact that other people's ways might be better than yours. I think that's a life lesson, though. It is. Why not? Why be mad at that, you know? But there are people that get mad at that. Believe that. I can. I would have to totally agree though I don't know in the context we're talking about. Again, going back to life lesson where it's like, just do it this way, trust me. It's like, yeah, that way works. But have you ever thought about doing it this way? Yeah, that would way would work. But I've been doing it this way and like, just trust me. It's never going to be a problem. It's like, okay. Right. Yeah, sometimes with those people, I just got to laugh. That's all you got to do because you're stuck in your ways. If it works for you, that's good. But don't then impose on me that your way is the way. There's a million ways to grow. And there's also a million ways to fuck up. <laughs> so I think that that's kind of going back to why would you do it more than once or why do you keep doing it? Because if you fuck up and you know you fucked up and then you could fix that or look out for it in the future, you know it's going to get better. You know, it's like yeah, anything and, and, else on the planet. And try not to forget your mistakes, you know. Make sure you go a different way about it. Maybe do your homework a little bit on the internet or whatever, videos, whatever. And maybe you could... uh Step your game up. There's nothing that bothers me more than making a mistake I've made once before. Pisses me off. Like, I'll be at work and I'll be like, why did this is, why? And they did, did you click this button? I went, no, like, shit. We haven't had that problem in, like, six months. Like, yeah, but that's that's the solution. Like, we told you six months ago. And it's like, you know, nobody's shitty about it. But at the same time, I'm like, damn it. Right. So if that happened, you know, especially with my own little babies growing or something like that, like if I made the same mistake twice, that would piss me off. And then, yeah, I would have to go a third, fourth, whatever time it was to rectify that and be like, see, I didn't do it that time. Fuck you. Especially when you already know better and you make the fucking mistake again. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm here. I do get mad at myself like, what the fuck are you doing? You know, so I keep saying, you know, a lot. Sorry, people. 
That's just what I do. I say you know after every fucking thing. You know? <laughs> if you're listening to this on the day it comes out on a Friday, you could play it like a drinking game. Hey, every time he says you know, take a shot. T- yeah. And if you can make it through more than the show, you might have an alcohol dependency. You might. I mean, I'm not judging. This is somebody who used to have an alcohol dependency. I had to say that to my doctor today. I was like, I was a full-blown alcoholic at one point, bro. Like, that's how much I used to drink. What do you... Like one, two a day. It's like yeah, in the morning, <laughs> and then there was you know I was sorry to mix stories, but I was also watching uh, Fellowship of the Ring. That's the part where the little hobbit's like, "What about second breakfast? Noonsies, second tea?" And I was like, "That's how I used to drink. Like there was breakfast and then second breakfast, tea time, noonsies, snack, dinner. After like yeah. I used to drink just like that. <laughs> yeah, I used to eat pills like that. Yeah, mm, I don't miss them days. No, pounder, brother. Not doing that shit no more." Uh. Yeah, for real. I always kind of <laughs> like to end each section with a little bit of an upbeat. And even though we just took a spiral down, let's take that and go with 360. And once again, I'll offer up the email of budsbrosuperheroes at gmail.com. If you're going through any problems like that, hit us up. We'll love to talk to you through it. You know? Shit, I, I mean, I was, a, yeah. I'm just thinking about me when I was. Nobody can surprise us with how bad you're doing stuff. So how about we put it that way? So don't be shy. If you need somebody to talk to and you're just like, wow, an honest stranger from the internet, what can go wrong? Not much. We've been through it. You know, I remember hanging out in the fucking parking lot at, 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 knowing where people were getting their prescriptions and I'd be sitting in the parking lot waiting for them to pull up and go in and they'd come out and be like, you. <laughs> they'd be like, here, man, take 20 of them. Go ahead, just to get me to go. Like, fucked up. But I'm here now, so it's cool. A little it's bit cool. stronger, a little bit wiser, and, you know, I, I, I kind of subscribe to if it doesn't kill you, it does make you stronger. And now I'm kind of wrapping all around Robin again. You're not making those same mistakes now. You learned from them. Oh, I learned. I learned a lot, you know. She had me fucked up. She had me fucked up. I mean, I wasn't the same person. Like, we talked about it before, you know. So, there I go, you know, again, but fuck it. You know. With that, I feel like we could definitely close out the bud section and start going into the bro section a little bit. Absolutely. Cool. Let's go ahead and do that and start that up. What's been going on this week? Just chilling out, watching the news. It's a scary people, place. Yeah, watching people going fucking nuts. Crazy. Yeah. It's fucked up. Yeah, so if you've been living under a rock, I'm sure you've been seeing all the things. And though we're not really a political show, we got to talk about it just a little bit, I feel, maybe. You know, it does impact just about everybody. It was some nuts-ass shit. I didn't even watch it firsthand. I was too afraid of what was going to happen. Well, I, I watched what I've seen on the news, you know, on both channels or whatever, like Fox and CNN. Some of it was fucked up. You know, watching them, watching people chanting around a noose. They brought a noose, you know, shit they used to hang people on, black people on. And it was weird to see black people still marching along, uh, chanting and shit into the Capitol. It was just weird. I don't know. It was just weird. Yeah, I've seen a few things past that, and I feel like the worst thing that has happened is there was probably police people who agreed with the marchers, you know, and moved barricades and stuff like that. And just on the opposite end, I remember also seeing a video of one cop like, stop, and then just doesn't know what to do, and he runs upstairs, and they're running right behind him, and he turns around, and he's like, fuck, they're following me, stop. Yeah. Yeah, like, and from what I'm hearing, they were yelling racial shit at him as they're yelling up the steps, following him up the steps. But those are the same people that black people were in that Capitol rioting and bum rushing the show with. And I just don't understand those black people as a black guy. I'm just that that was just weird to me. Hmm. As a white guy, I'm just I don't know why anybody did any of that. Well, no, that's not true. I know why they did it. I just. I can't believe they did. I can't really believe it went there. How about that? It's almost like a big cult following for Trump. It's like a cult. Like nothing else but a cult. Go to the Capitol. And fight. So if I'm not mistaken, the whole reason that they went there is because the people inside the Capitol were counting and they're going to finalize that Joe Biden will be the next president. And that if they stormed it, they wouldn't get their business done. And, Slat, yes. and it's 
that's exactly what they did, but they got their business done that night. Part and it has it been elected. They, part of it is they feel like he shouldn't have got voted because it was stolen through electronical votes and blah, blah, blah. And, I, you know, I, what the fuck? So it has been... Their job did get done that night, so it's it's all done. But I still heard a trumper the other day. He's like, "Well, you know, there's still time. The fat lady hasn't sung yet." And it's like, "Dude, she sang. I'm went sorry. Home. She already got paid for the show. <laughs> yeah, she's waking up with her one night stand. Whoever she felt like going home with, it's like over. that fat lady is taken care of. Over. So they're still they're hoping they're hoping for something, and they're but, saying they're gonna do it again." On the 19th or some shit? Whatever they think they're going to do this time, I know that there's been National Guard people have been called in. Like, that shit's not going to happen again. They're deep right now. Like 9,000 or some shit, maybe more. Yeah. I don't think the government can be embarrassed like that again because people stormed the Capitol and took over. Took, like, pictures in people's offices. They literally walked out with shit. Can you imagine if, like, ISIS was inside that crowd or, like, the Taliban. They found or, bombs. They found pipe bombs. They yeah. found like a lot of shit on these people. But you know, them motherfuckers are running there with shit taped down them and don't care to die. You know, so they'll they'll they're dangerous. Just as they might even be a little bit more dangerous than the people we just saw run up in there. ISIS. Yeah, and yeah. like all these other groups from overseas and yeah. shit, man. Like, yeah, they're, they're more... no joke, bro. I'm not playing with them. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> The president does take on the responsibility to face any threat, foreign or domestic. And instead, he was like, I'm not going to take care of it. I shall fan those flames. If I was him, I would just be like, look, I'm done with this. I'm I'm out. You guys got it. Just just fade off, man. Go do what you do. You got money. You got hotels. You got golf courses and shit. Just go chill, man. Well, the same thing the same Trumper said to me the other day was, well, we survived eight years of Obama. So we're going to get through whatever. So he's not really a Trumper so much as just a hardcore Republican. And it's like, yeah, you had a hardcore Democrat for eight years that you lived through. And you good? Oh, yeah, you're good. So I don't know. I don't want again, I'm not trying to get too political or crazy here, but it was it was a weird time, especially when the Simpsons fucking called it. How many times can they be right? Do you think Matt Groening is like some sort of uh, what's that word? Clairvoyant? Is that when you can see the future? Macaroni? Macaroni? Maybe he's a macaroni. Um, but that's crazy because it keeps happening. It's happened. I saw something on YouTube where they did like 10, 10 or more predictions and something like that. Yeah, there was a bunch of them between uh, who gets on political votes. I think they quote unquote predicted Trump. Um, there was a few on there. Yeah, it was pretty weird. What are, you, what are you guys doing? Dude, if you could see the future, would you try to tell people? Or do you think that you'd be deemed a loony or a co-conspirator? I guess a little of both, depending on the person, you know. So the, you, uh, me, you, probably I'd go probably towards co-conspirator. I guess. Like, Some how could this guy that. have known this much? And it's like I could see the future, and no, nobody can. It's impossible. It's ridiculous. How how, how dare you say this? So nobody would really get on board with you. So yeah, they would probably think that I was thinking about that through very obscure ways. Have you ever seen Black Knight with Martin Lawrence? Yeah, but I don't... It was a long time ago. Long story short, he thinks, or he does, we don't know, travel to the past, he meets a lady, he comes back from the past, he meets a lady who's just like her, he's, you know, her descendant, and they fall in love. That's how the movie ends. But I'm thinking 30 years, 20 years, 10 years in the future with this girl. Do you ever sit her down and you're like, listen, one time I had either a time travel experience and or a really weird delusion where I met you before in the past? Or do you just let that shit go and just be like, I don't know. I'm going to keep that shit to myself. I would say, well, tell me something about the past. Tell me something we did. Tell me two things we did. Well, no, it's her descendant. So there there were like hundreds of years. Oh, man. But like I met your descendant, your great, 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 whatever, when I time traveled (laughs) to Great Britain or wherever they were when... Medieval England shit. Like the 1400s. Or even like a Wizard of Oz situation. Do you wake up and you tell people it was so fucking re- I swear to God I was there. Yeah. Or do you people just keep that shit to yourself? You keep it to yourself. Right. People would think you're fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's why they I would. think there might be people yeah. out there 
maybe Matt Groening is. Maybe he is clairvoyant and he knew that I can't tell people. So I just got to make a cartoon that's worldly popular and slip it in. This way they could see it coming. Meanwhile, we're just so stupid. We're like, ha ha ha. Funny yellow people. There's no other cartoon that predicts shit like that, right? Not that I've seen. I'm sure with a little internet digging, you can find one or two other, what's it called? But that many, though. Like, there's a few The Simpsons predicted. I've also been doing it for like 40 seasons, 80 seasons. There's like 10,000 episodes or some shit like that. There is a lot of episodes. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like the longest running Jesus. spinoff ever because it was uh, on the Tracy Ullman show first. That's I remember that. The Tracy Ullman show, yeah. Yeah, they were like they looked a little different. They definitely sounded different. Mm-hmm. Even pretty recently, I'd say within the last five years, they did an episode where those two versions of each other met, and it was like, ha ha. Maybe it was a treehouse of horror. No matter. Shit. But since neither of us were in DC, how, how's the rest of your week been going? What's been going on? <laughs> Just chilling, man. Trying to get my house together. Trying to figure out what we're gonna paint. We got some shit we got to paint over, some shit that was left from painting. We ran out of paint and just moved away, never came back and painted, blah, blah, blah. Uh, What else do we got to do? Some molding, a couple doors. Moved the shit out of my daughter's bedroom, finally. Most of it is moved out, so my son can actually have his own room, you know? So that's what we're doing, man. Just so people don't think you're some sort of monster, your daughter's a little bit older and has been moving out, and now your son will have his own room. You're not kicking your daughter out so your son can move, and there is a big age difference. I hope you don't mind me blowing up your spot, but you're like, I kicked my daughter out, and now my son has his own room. Fuck that. I did kick her the fuck out the room. I did kick her the fuck out. Okay, I'm not sugarcoating this shit. I kicked her the fuck out the room because she hasn't been there in five months. She hasn't slept there in seven months, and... uh, well, actually, she stopped by three times in the last five months to keep it dead real, right? Um, but honestly, people, what I'm doing is moving her into an empty room, which used to be the grow room. And he's moving into her room because she's never there. So I'm going to move her stuff over there. And now he has his own room because our rooms are all double the length. So he's been pretty much in our bedroom. But he needs his own, he needs his own room, you know, so she she's out. She's out of there, man. But she's a grown woman. She has her own place to live. Like, she's going to be okay. I, oh, she's okay. Just yeah. the way that you made it sound, though. For anybody who <laughs> might have been their first time, it was just like, did he really just say he kicked one of his kids out? So it's like, it's not, it's it's better than it seems. Yeah, it's not I like I didn't mean to blow threw, up your spot with your situation. I didn't throw her out. <laughs> I would never throw one of my kids out. I but, but she, she, like I said, she lives with one of her friends. Her stuff is just in one of the... the one of the two bedrooms that are finished. Like, her room's really pretty much the only real finished room, top to bottom. You know, so she's got to go. Her shit got to get out of there. It's time for him. It's chunk. It's Chunk's era, and that's it, you know? Yep. It's his time. Speaking of fixing up, if you've heard any construction, I do apologize for the noise, but it is what it is. Our bathroom slash laundry room project is fully underway. These guys have been great. They show up every single fucking day. They work really hard. They're polite. It's That's been cool. it's been pretty wonderful. So today, as we record, it's Monday, and we're hoping one more work week and maybe a day. So maybe nine whole days, That's we should cool. be done. That's cool. So thank them very much. I'm very excited about that. You can quit using my father-in-law's house like laundry mat. Do laundry in our own house. Because it's been almost close to a year. It'll be a year in this house, 228. Bro, to walk in there through the through your kitchen, do your laundry, bring it upstairs, instead of taking it to your car and bringing it wherever you bring it, bringing it back in the car, bringing it upstairs. Like, it's such a big difference. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's going to be worth every dime you pay for it, man. And like I said, it's going to my father-in-law's. So really, my wife has been taking it and going there and helping him with other stuff. And personally, I love doing laundry. I don't mind it at all. I'm a big patutzer, so I like kind of going through and separating it out and doing it. So to have that all on the first floor where my TV is too, like, I'm just going to do laundry all night now, you know, because I've been staying up because of the work schedule anyway. So now even in between jobs at work, I can 
get stuff done and do laundry. It is. Game changer is not even the word. It's going to be fucking awesome. See, I don't I don't mind doing laundry, but my girl told me to stay the fuck away from it cuz she says I fuck it up. I'm not going to lie, Sarah. Are you somebody who just throws it all in? No, I separate, but she just really it's the way I fold clothes. Uh-huh. Right? It's the way I fold. And I, I shirts, man, I fold the same t-shirt four different ways. <laughs> All right, I feel her on that one. Then, yeah, no, I couldn't do that shit. That's funny. There's... Towels are all different, and then you stack them. They're all fucking leaning certain ways. No offense, my man. I'd tell you to fuck off, too. I wouldn't No, I wouldn't do that. She's like, leave this shit alone, man. Go sweep a floor or vacuum or something. Yeah, if you got a cleaning bug, go put it somewhere else. I'll take care of the laundry. That's funny, because my good lady wife, I mean, I am just, I'm, I'm weird, and I've got really specific ways of folding shit i don't know why yeah but she was good enough she learned it and like she'll even look at me like did i do it right and i feel bad i feel like i'm your husband we're partners like don't look at me like for like just thanks for folding my stuff but also in the back of my mind i am that amount of crazy where it's like yes you did fold it right thank you very much <laughs> well your heater and your walls right behind me and i fucking feel so fucking good bro it's like ah, <laughs> it feels good yeah it feels really good this winter hasn't been too bad. This, this, you know, we've run a lot of heat today, but so far it's been pretty good. But yeah, that when that hits you right on the butt, it it's is nice. pretty nice. Yeah, I'll go stand right there all the time, actually. Do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's nice. When I hear it kick on, and it's funny, too, because when we first got King, he didn't understand it. I don't know if he's got a quote-unquote grasp of it now, but he doesn't do it as much. Like, when it used to kick on, he'd just stand in front of it. And put his paw upon it, like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, and just like, stare it at it. it so we called it that? the inside sun because it was hot. Like, hey, this inside sun is being funny. <laughs> but now he doesn't seem to care. It's so weird. I haven't thought about that in almost a year. That's fun. Anything else fun going on? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I'm actually waiting to get some furniture. <laughs> From where? Some furniture. Uh, this place, I forget the name of it. It's a place down in... um. Actually, it's called Allen Furniture. It's the factory down in uh, right by in, right by the border of Maryland and Harrisburg, somewhere in between there. Um, but we're gonna have a truck deliver it to us instead of fucking trying to drive all the way down there and all that. I asked you, you were like, um, <laughs> I'm not driving three hours. And I thought about it, like, what the fuck am I thinking about? Like, that's three hours. You're asking somebody to drive three hours for furniture. One way. One way. One way, people. Three hours one way to 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 drive you when you can either get furniture somewhere in the area or have a delivery place just pick it up and bring it to you. Yeah, it's 2021. You can order the weirdest shit and have it delivered to you the next day. And you're like, do you want to drive six hours round trip? And A, you don't know how small my bladder is. We've never been in a car for an expended period of time. Like, by average, every 45 minutes, I'm taking a leak. I just got to. Unless I I, I don't drink. And then if I'm not drinking, I get cotton mouth. I'm just like, oh, this kind of. So I'm always drinking as well. So I'm stopping every 45 minutes. So that means every hour you have to tack on about 10 to 15 minutes, depending on where the bathrooms are. Right. So now all of a sudden we're talking about three hours and 45 minutes one way. Fat man's got to eat as well. So now we're also tagging in a half hour because I'm stopping at one of those places. I'm going to make sure it's McDonald's or some shit like that. Something banging. So now we're talking about four (laughs) hours one way. It's an eight-hour day, and you're just like, thanks. And I'm like, okay, I'll drive home now. Like, Yeah, just drive home, like. I'll see you later, Nick. It's like, okay. I'll text you when I get back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I was high, man, when I asked you shit. But yeah, it might be so fun. We're waiting to get some a uh, couple of dollars to get this furniture. We really like. We had it when we first met. Nineteen. Well, we met twenty years ago, almost. It's almost twenty years. But Dang. Yeah, long time, man. Long time. Nice. Good for you, man. But yeah, it's cool. You know, I'm lucky for her to deal with my shit. Man, she's patient. Very fucking patient. But thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you guys keep watching and let a friend know. That we can close on out of the bros, and we will head into some superheroes, where I did mention at the very beginning, we watched Man of Steel. So Man of Steel came out in 2013, rated PG-13, and was 2 hours and 23 minutes long. How do you feel about that right off the bat? Did it seem long to you? Yeah, really long. 
Now, I appreciate, you know, you said you fell asleep earlier, but that was because you were high and full and in your chair. It wasn't because of the movie? No. no. All right. I mean, it might have been a part in the movie where it was just a down part of the movie where I just kind of fell asleep, but it wasn't because of the movie itself. The movie itself was pretty good. Yeah, I really like it. I really love its cast. It's got Henry Cavill as the titular star, Amy Adams, Michael Shannon in it. Oh, man, he is awesome. Diane Lane, Russell Crowe. It just keeps going on and on. Russell Crowe's cool. I like him. Uh, The one guy, Michael Shannon, he's a good actor. He was in Boardwalk Empire. He was pretty good in that. Oh, I love him. Yeah, he's he's nice. So for any of those unfamiliar, we are talking about Superman. He's uh, published by DC Comics. First comic out was Action Comics number one, created by Jerry Siegel and Joe Shuster. Now his origin breakdown is kind of really talked about in this, so we're going to save that for a little bit. His power breakdown is, depending on what era you're talking about, it's pretty crazy. But as of right now, the main stables is that he's super strong, invulnerable to harm, can fly, heat vision, I don't know if Cold Breath still kind of falls into one of the well-known ones, but he's faster than Speeding Bullet, more powerful than Locomotive, I think is still kind of ingrained in the United States of America, and maybe even the world's culture kind of, what can he do? So like we said, this version was directed by Zack Snyder. Um, How did you like the look of it, the feel of this new one? Because the first episode we ever did of this was Superman the movie the original Christopher Reeve one. There's been many guys in between, uh, like Dean Kane, Tom Welling, Brandon Routh cinematically, who have come through and have done this role. So let's talk about how you felt about Zack Snyder, how you felt about um, Henry Cavill, and how the entire tone. And there is the noise of the contractors. Sorry, guys, it's just going to happen. Well, if you want my opinion on... Okay, so the look of the movie was pretty cool. I like the uh, special effects... I mean, there's a lot of buildings that got fucked up in this movie, a lot. That's the only part I thought was a little, like, all right, man. I mean, would they really let all this happen? Like, so many fucking buildings, you know how much money that is? So yeah. eight years later, you're saying that, and that was relevant eight years ago. That was one of the biggest complaints that people had with this movie was all the destruction of the final act. So you're not alone in that. Okay, cool, cool. And I, if I got to keep it real... I still like the original Superman way better, way better than this. Now you say way better if we not way better, but better. Okay. Because I do like this one, but that's just my first superhero movie, and I'm a little biased. I ain't gonna lie, and I just like it. So, like I kind of brought up, and I'm gonna read the IMDb just so I can concisely say it without tangenting it off, because you know me. Uh, the underlying story, the brief summary from them is: an alien child is evacuated from his dying world and sent to Earth to live among humans. His peace is threatened when other survivors of his home planet invade Earth. So it's kind of the same old Superman story of you know he gets rocketed off Krypton, which does explode. His nemesis in the end, final end are in the Phantom Zone. So if you've seen the original Dick Donner movie and the second one, it's kind of, uh, definitely not beat for beat, but at least in terms of the origin and why these bad guys are here, yeah, it, it can yeah. be explained very similarly. A Phantom Zone, Earth blew up. or definitely. Krypton blew up, excuse me. Definitely. That there was no tinfoil people in this, though. You know, people on Krypton were fucking warriors. Russell Crowe fucking beat the shit out of people and... He was flying Pandora-looking dragons, which was a little like, all right, that's cool, too. You know, different planet. They have, they, not everywhere know. has horses, you know. Right. I guess you that was there. You never know what the fuck they're riding, you know. So it's... they took me on that journey, and I was like, okay. <laughs> so Michael Shannon in this movie, his at least his motivation is a little bit better as General Zod of, in this Superman world, on this Krypton, people don't birth anymore, other than Henry Cavill's character, other than this Kal-El is the first natural birth in, I don't remember the year that he said, thousands of years. But people are like bred to do certain things. So Zod was bred to defend Krypton. And when it blew up, the only way to defend that is to restart it. And that's why I think in this movie, I've said it many times, a character is only as good as his villain. A villain is only as good as his need. His need is bred into him. So how can you kill 20 billion people? That's way too many people live on this planet. How can you kill 7 billion people to restart Krypton? It's like... What do you mean? What else would I do? There is no other driving force behind me than to restart Krypton and to keep it safe. Like, I'm thirsty right now. My natural instinct is to get a drink. His natural instinct is to protect Krypton. You know what I'm saying? I would have liked for them 
to have done this movie more like the original one as far as like the steps, how it was a baby. Like there were steps in it, but they were all over the place. I would rather it have been boom, boom, like teenager, then young adult, and then, you know, and having... More consecutive traditional storytelling. Yeah, yeah, like the original, why not? I think because that's the exact reason why not, is to not only put their spin on it, but to kind of spin it a little bit different. They don't want to, like I I almost said the word beat for beat earlier, I think they wanted to stay and pay homage, but also not, you know, they need... uh, Do their own thing. Well, they definitely did. Especially with, like, the younger Clark Kent, because if you go back and listen to our first episode, we fucking narc on that guy who plays teenage Clark Kent in that first movie, because it's like, dude, yeah. you're like 45 years old. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah, he looked old as hell, but <laughs> that was funny. I love that scene, <laughs> though, when they're bullying the young Clark, and they push him down next to a fence, and he grabs the fence, and once Pa Kent comes out, and he tells him fuck off, and they kind of zoom back to the fence, and his handprint, like, he's gripped yeah. it and broken, and he's like... Yeah. I could fuck them up, and it's just like, no, that's why you got to be Superman. But could you imagine if he fucked that kid? Like, if he just grabbed that kid's neck or he just tried to punch him? It would go through like a wet noodle. fucking head off. Yeah, it'd be fucked up. Oh, I firmly believe that it wouldn't be like a uh, rock'em, sock'em robots. Like, he'd punch him and his head would fly off. I feel like it would just go straight through, like a nail through a piece of wood. Straight through. Yeah, he'd swing so fast. His fist is through his him, head, and his head yeah. is like somewhere up on his arm, yeah. like a fucking bracelet, trying to swing like off. Green olive, like how you can just, yeah, just fucked up. <laughs> so it's a good thing he didn't do that. Now, one of the other things that I'm kind of want to talk to you about specifically is one of the tragic parts about Clark Kent, about Kal El, is that his father dies, more traditionally, of a heart attack. It's shown in the Dick Donner that we saw because it's the one thing. Superman can't do, you know? Like, if he needed to get out of somewhere quick, Superman can do that. Or if he needed to be lift something, but he can't perform heart surgery, blah, blah, blah. In this, they kind of go a different way. Because Clark could have very easily saved him from the tornado. But in doing so, would have revealed his secret. And Pa was so set on the fact that these people aren't ready, that my life is worth giving to keep your secret safe. Because I know it will keep you safer, because you can't do it right now. How'd you feel about that whole letting him die? If it was me personally, I would have been like, yo, get me. Come get me. Fuck these people. (laughs) I would have. I know it's a funny response. Yo, get me. (laughs) And I don't want to go too deep. What what are you waiting for? (laughs) I know you're joking, but I don't want to get too deep. But think of, all right, let's just really quick. I don't want to go too dark. Somebody strapping Chunk down to see why he was able to get to you so fast and like, the government taking him and you remember like you know think about the very worst that the government could do to a to what yeah. an alien would be yeah because they're fucked they are they would fuck him up they would fuck so him let's up. again let's get out of this world and go back into superman you know no harm to chunky ever will come but can you understand why he's sitting there like you're never gonna get my kid it will never happen yeah. i'd rather die right now yeah. and clark having to hold back because he loves and respects his father enough to understand like no I respect that. Isn't that hardcore? And it's it's it it's is. even harder than a heart attack, if you ask me, because I could have done something, but I know I shouldn't have. I I I could have, but I can't. But they still grip them up. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Yes, they, sir. They still do grip them up. So I don't know if it was even worth it for the dad to just be like, "Nah, chill. Let this tornado take me away." Oh, we don't know that he would have for sure had a heart attack later down the road, though. True. True. I guess you could think about it like that. Yeah, no, this was Zack Snyder's or the David S. Goyer was also the writer on this and helped with a lot of stuff. So, but I think that's you know a lot of people hate on that because he's so fast he could have gotten in and out of there. Nobody would, and it's like, guys, he's he's young. He's not really a thousand percent sure what he's doing yet or how his speed works. He's not the Flash, and the Flash we've seen in this universe can be caught by a CCTV because he's not even that fast yet. Like. Yeah, there's was too many angles, scene. guys. I thought it was a great scene. I like, and right before scene. that too, you know, you, the, he hit him with the "You're not my dad," and then he showed him how much of his fucking father he was. And when I watched that, yeah, it's it is gripping. Real good scene. I, I even when I watched it, I mean, I wanted to ask you when I came over, like, yo, what'd you think about that part? Because I didn't expect it. I thought he was just gonna fucking be like, yeah, right. I'm not gonna just chill. Let me fucking rescue you, and he didn't. 
and he disappeared quick. I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, it's good. It's sad, you. but yeah, it, it is what exactly what it had to be the to teach were him. Awesome. Oh yeah, I like that. So another person who I want to talk about greatly is Amy Adams, Miss Lois Lane. She was a fu- she's awesome in the DC like Amy Adams. I mean, like Lois Lane as a character is always pretty great, but I mean this incarnation of her, fucking ball buster, bulldog of a fucking reporter, like exactly what she needs to be. Yeah, she gets a little washed out in Joss's league because Joss Whedon can suck a dick, but prior to that, like I love a lot of her stuff. In Man of Steel, to me, she's perfect. Yeah, I liked her in this. I thought, um, I don't know. I didn't, I don't think she should have been following him in caves and shit like that. But other than that, it was cool. That's what I mean. She is that bulldog. I love that first yeah. fucking scene of like, oh, we weren't expecting you till tomorrow. That's why I came today. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, you know, then, yeah, I'm hearing weird shit. I'm going to go and explore this cave. That is, yeah, that is she, what you do, in my opinion. She, she was, she, you know, she didn't make me feel... Uh, like, what the fuck? This sucks. Oh, she's a terrible actor. I didn't think any of that. Awesome. So that was that was cool. And then they address immediately the biggest plot hole in comics of Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalists can't figure out that this man in front of her is Superman. So she gets saved by Superman and then finds him. I don't want to say immediately. You know, we have some backtracking to do, and that's how we learn about his history, blah, blah, blah. But she finds him. And it's like, yeah, of course she'd fucking find him. Pulitzer Prize winning investigative journalist like no fucking shit she'd find him so i love that scene where he you know they talk about my father believes that the world's not ready for me and you gotta i know that's what you do but stop don't do this right now right she was cool she was all right um what did you would you rate it see i should write down what i've written everything else because i want to put this at the highest out of everything we watched this might be my favorite so far of what we watched it's it might be one of my favorite if not my favorite comic book movie, because I love Superman. I do like me some Superman, and like that first flight scene is pretty amazing too. It makes me whelm. It makes me fill up with tears, and because side story, flying is something that oh man, that would be cool. Isn't there another uh, another Superman movie from like the early two thousands? Yes, sir. Brandon Routh played him. Um, he was a little unknown actor, and still, if you ask people, he is. He plays a big part in the DC universe on the CW, and will maybe even come back in an HBO series where he picks up that role again as the Kingdom Come Superman, okay. which I know to you is. But, yeah, that movie didn't do too well, so no. people like to forget it and just kind of put it under. Brian Singer directed. He's kind of an asshole, so... It's boring, and it's kind of creepy, too. It's a little creepy. He uses a lot of his superpowers to stalk Lois. We can watch it, but fuck, that's like two and a half hours long, and there's nowhere near the release of Awesome. Like his big... I don't even like how it ends. No, there's so much wrong with it, if you ask me. And also Kevin Spacey's in it, and he creeps me the fuck out as a human being, so now when I watch it, I'm just like, ugh. Well, yeah, because when I watched this, when I first put it in, I thought it was that movie. I said, no, this is different. This is more up to date. This is not the same shit. Mm-mm. There's no underpants on this Superman. No. That's how you could definitely tell him apart. Yeah. Do you mind different. the underpants on Superman? No, I never thought about it, so it don't bother me, no. I don't mind it. Apparently Snow when... piece of the outfit. I'm sorry. Apparently when... uh. The boys were thinking about it, the boys. Like, they're my friends. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. It's supposed to kind of be like a circus strongman trunks. And I'm like, that makes sense. I'm fine with that. Why it would keep up today, I don't know. But my Superman has trunks on. Like, Doesn't Batman wear trunks, too? Yeah. It will not, not, yeah. They, they kind of... People <laughs> make fun of it too much. Yeah, I'm kind of old school in the fact where it's like, if the man who can lift a fucking building wants to wear trunks, like, I'm cool with that. Right. If that's part of his civilization's look and they want to wear trunks... Whatever, Quailman did it, and he did it with style as well. So, I'm kind of fine with everybody wearing trunks on the outside. But where the trunks? At the same time, I guess I could see why people are like, "Isn't it kind of weird?" Like underwear go on the inside. That's why they're called underwear. But these are superheroes. Agreed. Hell yeah. We talked a little bit about Michael Shannon, but as a villain, 
like I said, his motivation was perfect in that scene where he's getting wrapped up. Did you notice that like the things they didn't get loaded up into a mirror of sorts like they did the negative zone in the Dick Donner version? They get loaded up into a ship and that ship gets crossed. That they kind of look like big flying dicks. The one time, the one. The when one they're getting wrapped did. up in the jelly and they're getting shuttled into the thing. I have no idea who designed those, but I, I was watching this time. I was like, it does kind of look like a dick. Because I've heard it before, but I've never gone to actually <laughs> confirm. But that whole thing was, I will find him. I will find, find him. him. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and then at the very end, too, you know, he's beating the shit out of Superman all over that city. And what we talked about gets destroyed. And he's like, you know, I've trained for my entire life. Where did you train? On a farm, and then he just starts fucking flying. You know, it took Superman so long to figure that shit out. But pre- Zod is just so determined I mean, that he's like, "Fuck much it." Had the same fighting skill. Well, his skills were better, pretty much, but they were the same type of. It wasn't like completely different. Like they both flew the same, and they had strength. Any Kryptonian that is under the Earth's yellow sun will automatically get any and all attributes of the Superman. But he was fucking Superman up. Yeah. He was. Because his military background and his fighting prowess and all that stuff is bred into him. So about that life. You know, Kent is more of a middle of Nebraska, haymaker, corn-fed fuck, (laughs) whereas this guy's like, I know different forms of fighting for longer than you've been around, bitch. That leads me into this kind of, I don't want to wrap it up necessarily, but we are getting a little long in the tooth. How do you feel about Superman snapping this guy's motherfucking neck? I felt like he had to die. You know, he was hey, it's kill you or you kill me. He literally says that. That's it. So (laughs) a lot of people complain that Superman was so strong to break his neck, like couldn't he have just faced his head a different way and shot the lasers a different way and saved that family and then dealt with him in a more friendly way? And it's like he he was never going to stop. He literally said the words, I'm going to die or you are. I'm going to die killing you or you're going to be dead. One or the two. And then a lot of people like to forget that technically in the second Dick Donner movie, he, he kills Zod in that one too. It's not un-Superman-like for him to kill Zod is what I'm saying. Right, okay. And I think this part even more in that fucking gut wrench of a scream that Cavill gives after he snaps his neck. He felt it, dude. That was another decision, you know? That was a decision as big as letting his father die. You know, I I have to, like, in my opinion, that was as big of something that will set his moral barometer for the rest of his life. Like, I killed a man once. And not only is he a man, he was one of the last men, like me. You ever notice in all the Superman movies, I'm pretty pretty sure in all of them, there's always a scene where he's like, Like, like Screaming? Yeah. Yeah. Always. It's crazy. That's funny. Maybe not Superman 5. There was just long nails and people flying in space that were human beings. I just saw something like that. Like, this bad guy. Did you ever see Superman 5? That's right. How many Supermans are there? In the original Christopher Reeve, I think he went on for five of them. Fuck. And there's, like, this scene where, like, there is a nega Superman and he's got, like, a big blonde mullet and he can grow his nails, which is really strange. No, no. I think I stopped watching them after, like, Superman 3. Yeah, after the Chris Pryor one? Pryor? Dick, Chris Pryor? Uh, no, Richard Pryor. Richard Pryor, Dick Pryor. Yeah, like Sorry. after that, I stopped watching them. That's good, yeah. Don't go on for Superman 4, A Quest for Peace. Maybe it's that one, and they never actually made 5. Shit got fucking weird. Anyway, I don't remember where I was going with that. Sorry, guys. <laughs> it's definitely more rounded. I love the look of it. I love the heartfelt of what he needed to do when he needed to do it, and I like at the end. So what is your rating? It's a nine. Woo, a nine. I do think the destruction at the end is a little, a little too much. I don't mind some. You know, it had to happen. But between him fighting Zod and the world engine trying to terraform the planet, like that really fucks shit up too. So between the two, when you really looked at Metropolis, like if that was New York or something like that, that's just, I don't know. I feel like Superman could have done the old Dragon Ball Z of like, there's too many people around. I should find a big mountain range for us to fight in or some shit like that, you know? But it later kind of comes back to kick us in the ass because there's a movie that follows this called Batman v Superman where every time they make sure before they have a fight in a place, they make sure there's a character clear on screen who's like, don't worry, this place is evacuated. Oh, thank God it's after 5 p.m. so the local downtown is pretty empty. <laughs> like, shit. 
people want their cake and eat it too. But that's why I think it really stops me from a 10 because even though Superman was still trying to figure out how to be Superman, like there should have been something of like, I can't, <laughs> buildings just keep coming down. Outside of Christopher Reeves, how many Superman movies are there? Just the three or? The Brandon Routh one in between. Okay. So yes, cinematically, this is now the third guy to do it. Okay. But on TV, there was Smallville. You remember that show yeah, coming out? I didn't really he never really that. put on the suit, so he was never "quote unquote" my Superman. I like some of the stories in between, but they used the Kryptonite to irradiate normal human beings to give him a villain of the week, and it just got old for me pretty quick. Right, me too. Uh, really right now, I think his name is Tyler Holchin, something like that. He does it for the CW verse I was talking about, and he has a new. Almost updated version in the 90s. Do you remember The Adventures of Lois and Clark? Dean Cain and yeah. Terry Hatcher? Yeah. He was on, like, that's another Superman. And then, like, back in the day, too, on the television, there was George Reeves, like, the original guy to Don the S. Yeah, see, if I, if I, and this is with any show, if I watch one show and I don't like it, can't get into it, it's hard to watch episode two and get into it. You know, it's hard. I'll try to give you that second episode, man, but it's tough. You got to hit me with a banger. Yeah, hit me. Hit Especially me if it's jump. an hour. Especially if it's an hour. Absolutely. It's crazy. Like I tell people, you know, from the people who don't like The Office, I was one of those people for a while. And it's like, you got to watch more than a few episodes. And I understand, like, I get that pushback of, no, I don't want to do that because I don't like Breaking Bad because I can't get through the first few episodes. But even now, I bet people who have never commented on our shit before are going to be like, bro, you should probably watch Breaking Bad because people love that shit. But. No, I don't want to get through the first three, four episodes because it's like 45 million. No, I'm not getting through wait, that much wait, entertainment. Wait, you don't like Breaking Bad? See, I didn't even need a comment on the episode. No, I just told you. I Dude, just said it out loud. How could you not? Because the first few episodes you, suck dick. Bro, you got to watch it, bro. You're tripping, man. <laughs> See, I didn't even need an angry comment. Or you're, you're sitting tripping. here looking at me like I've yeah, got five like, heads. Are you, are you kidding me? Every week I look at you and I go, have you seen this? And you go, no. And you're like, and I'm like, damn. And now I'm telling you this and you're shaking your head like you fucking I poser. I can't fucking believe that. Dude, those first few episodes are boring fucking as shit. first few episodes. His wife is an asshole. Fuck them, man. I know she is. I'm telling you, that shit gets hot. As soon as he links up with Jesse... And they start getting it crack, and you got to watch it, man. I'm telling you, just binge one weekend, man, on a Saturday. Just give it three, four episodes. From when they link up and they start making moves, you'll like Breaking Bad. I'll try it again. Many of people have told me I have tried, but I did admit to having enough time to watch Jersey Shore, so I probably have enough time thing, to watch though, that. You know what I mean? That, that might not be what you like. Sometimes I just can't handle the suspense of every single episode just waiting for the next shoe to drop of like, all right, thank God. These people didn't find out what I was doing, and now I'm going to be safe for a whole nother day. And then there's another motherfucker who's just like, oh, now I know what you're doing, and now you're under my thumb. Yeah, you know? It's, it's like even little... Sons of Anarchy got like that for me for a little bit where it's just like, if it's they, not the FDA, like then that. it's the racist supremacist, and then if it's not him, it's the FDA's back. You know, like there's yeah, a point where they get like that. You're, you're right. Just watching somebody always being under somebody else's thumb and never coming out because if they came out the good guy, the show's over. Yeah. So like that constant need of always of needing dudes that they link up with, like a ton of different dudes you're who right. always put them in the same situation of just Pretty like. Much. So that's why the other thing too of just like a, I know you're going to be fine because there's more. I don't I think know. That's what was good about Sopranos. Like it was all, it was the main family, but there was always some different shit going on with each little end of it. You know, each person. You know. Yeah. Oh, I it can't wait. Cool. They're, they're doing a prequel. Are Boys they? of Brooklyn or Nork? No, the men. In, I should know that as somebody from New Jersey. Something on, about Nork. That on on HBO. Yeah. Or, really. Yeah. We'll have to check it out. I Let's know you love gangster shit, so I'll make sure, yeah, we can come over and watch HBO it together. Too. Oh, fuck. To a, yeah, I got the Max, bro. I got it all, so you can come over and we can watch it together <laughs> if you want. That's cool, too. With I'm that, we kind of fell out dry. of Superman talk, but I think that, you know, we covered all the bases. So uh, what was your rating, man? My rating was important, but I, I want yours. Okay, my rating, I'll give it an 8.5. It could be because I'm a little biased because I love Superman. But I did enjoy the movie, so I have to give it an 8.5. I like the actors in it. I was used to them. I liked all the actors in other movies, you know, from Lawrence Fishburne to... 
Oh, yeah. I don't even think I said his name earlier. Fucking shout out, man. He was a great Perry White. Yeah. So, you know, that was cool. So, 8.5, dog. Awesome. Where do you think we should go next? Or do you think we should leave it up to the fans again? How about this? Uh, we'll let the we'll let the people out there pick. And if if it's something, I, I know we have the movie because you got damn near every movie. So no matter what you guys pick, as long as it's something, you know, that's superhero. Did you mind the length of this? I don't like any movie over two hours. You know, so we're going to be hard staying with DC because my two picks would then be to either go down the BVS route, which is the direct follow-up to this, where we'll see Ben Affleck as Batman, and we'll get our first introduction as Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman. So, like, you've seen the Wonder Woman flick. You know how well that fucking turns out. I want to see the new one that just dropped. <laughs> he said, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> We could talk about that on its own episode, but let's pump the brakes on that because we have time. (laughs) No, you don't. Damn. Uh, So, yeah, we'll either do that. We'll have something up soon. So make sure to follow us on all of our Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Thanks for checking us out on the YouTube if that's where you are. If you're on a podcatcher, thanks so much. Again, if you can just word of mouth us, let everybody know that Buds and Bros and Superheroes is a fun show. That'd be cool. If not, if you just want to keep tuning in, that's also very much appreciated. Love doing this shit. So we will be back next week with a new show that you voted on. In the meantime, I've been Nick James. And Big Body Bigs, the can of pimp. We are Buds, Bros, and Superheroes, and we are out of here. Rah.